This is your host, Rachel Franklin with Already Dead, a sexual assault discussion podcast. A quick PSA, as I just mentioned, we will be discussing topics surrounding sexual assault, so if you feel like you need a break at any time from listening, please take one. This is a space for healing, for learning, and for creating community. He didn't make me feel like I wanted to die, he just made me feel like I was already dead. Today I have with me Caroline Hurling, um, a really good friend of mine from a summer program I did in 2019. We haven't talked in quite a while, but it's been great yeah. catching up over the past few minutes. Um, and I'm so excited to have all of you guys get to know Caroline. She does acting. Caroline, tell me about, like, just share with everybody about yourself. Hey guys, my name is Caroline. I'm 21 years old. I'm an artist. Um, primarily in acting. Oh my god, I'm also in a band. I forgot to tell you that. You are? I'm in a, I'm in a fucking band, dude. It's so funny. Um, am I allowed to curse? Yes. Okay, yeah, I'm in a fucking band. Um, yeah, I, I'm a very, like, I don't know, I'm a Cancer Sun, Capricorn Moon, Scorpio Rising, Prince of Astrology. We love that. So I, I'm a little too self-aware of how emotional I am. How I like to put it. I feel that. All right. Yeah. Well, tell me. I'm. This is gonna be really broad sounding, um, but okay. just like tell me your story. Yeah. Start from the beginning. So, just tell me what happened. So, um, I didn't have my first kiss until I was 18 years old. Rachel was there. Rachel was not who I kissed, but um, Rachel was there. <laughs> and, um, I kissed you. I think. Did we? We did. We packed. I think we packed. <laughs> okay, we kissed you. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, so I was like, I went to college. I'm in college now. I'm a senior in college now. This all happened. This all like went down when I was a sophomore in college. So it's been a few years. But it also has taken me just as long to like really like process and like comprehend and like understand what happened to me and that it was not right. Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like is very relatable. Oh, yeah. But, um, so I was 19 and, uh, the height of COVID and I was like, let me, let me be a little bit reckless. Feeling pretty good. Let me hop on Bumble. Like the genius I am. So I start seeing this guy and like, this is like the first time, like a man that I was attracted to was like also into me. Okay. And I was like, this is groundbreaking this is revolutionary i am nobody's ever experienced love before except for me even though it wasn't love but like you know what i mean no i don't mean like lust this is incredible like oh my god like i'm so wanted Mm -hmm. was that true i don't know but um so i'm falling like head over heels way too fast and i'm very naive and um i feel like he knew that especially because well I told him like, the first time I met that because he was asking to kiss me, and I was like, I've never like really kissed anyone before. Like, sorry, Rachel and, and that one other guy. At that <laughs> but like, I've never like really like I never made out with anybody before. I've never like obviously I've never had sex. Like, I've never done anything like sexual mm. before ever. Um, and he was like, Yeah, I'm like thank you for being so like honest with me. And I was like, Of course. Like, I'm all about honesty, mm-hmm. right? And um. So, 
the second time we meet, he's like, let's watch a movie at my house. And I'm like, okay. Oh, my God. This is my son. And meanwhile, all my roommates are like, Caroline, like, you know what that means. And I was like, yeah, but, like, I don't really want to, like, do anything. And, like, he knows that. Like, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Probably should have communicated that better. And here's where I'm going to start blaming myself where I shouldn't, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, we go to his house. He puts on... Um, oh my god, what's that fucking movie with Keanu Reeves? We were watching, so when I say watching, we weren't actually watching this fucking movie. Okay. Um, it was John Wick, and, um, we were making out, and I was like, I, like, I was like, I really don't want to, like, disappoint you, but, and he was like, and he just, like, looked at, like, my, my body, and he was like, you're not going to disappoint me, and I was like, "Mm." oh, we were, like, in his bed, and his bed was, like, lofted, because we're college students. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, I, it's not like I could just, like, get up and, like, get out of bed because I would, like, fall to my death. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, so I was, like, I don't want to disappoint you, but, like, I don't want to, like, go any further than, like, this. So, like, making out. And, like, that was, like, so hard for me to say. Because mm-hmm. I, for my entire life, have had a very hard time saying no to people. And I remember telling him that, but um, I don't, maybe he didn't think it applied here. And maybe, I don't know, maybe I should maybe I should have made that more clear. But um, I was like, um, uh, you know, I, I want to, like, stop with like, just making out. And um, he goes, like, he, like, sighs and, like, he goes, like, <sighs> okay. And I'm like, all right, now I feel like shit. And um, he like, it's like now like flops like next to me, and then he goes mm, too late, and like hops back on top of me, and then like shit goes from there. Um, oh my god. So, uh, it wasn't, and it wasn't like, oh God, this sounds so embarrassing. It wasn't like penetrative sex. He just kind of like comes to me like a dog but like it was still I remember lying there and being like this is not what I want but he told me it was too late so I guess I I can't say anything what the hell? and that's not how consent works no it's not and how I know that now at all <laughs> um oh and I mean I like kind of laughed it off I mean I still do but like I really like kind of laughed it off but I just remember like literally being 19 years old like an, a little idiot and being like I don't feel comfortable doing this but he told me it was too late so I guess I have to and um like it was too late for me to have said anything so I guess I have to oh my god and um yeah so that but it's so it's interesting though because I didn't I didn't think that that was like wrong or like not normal. I really didn't understand the severity of it mm-hmm. until literally last January. Yeah. Like well over a year. What made you realize like, that? And what was that moment like? So it's funny. I was, I was just thinking about that. I, I genuinely do not remember like what clicked in my brain, but I was talking to one of my other roommates who had a, a, a very similar experience. Um, hers was like a, like a little bit more traumatizing, but like similar experience. And um, and I I think I had like an oh shit 
that's kind of what happened to me. No, that's like exactly what happened to me. Mm-hmm. Kind of moment. And I just was sitting there like falling in my kitchen because like it, that wasn't the only time we ever did anything. Like we, God, we saw each other like on and off for eight months. After that? And yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, wow, he really likes me. Yeah. Like, well, you don't realize what's happened. Like, yeah. Because uh, like it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, what you've seen in the movies. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, uh, it doesn't, it wasn't like, you know, threatening. Right. It comes it off as very. Like, I don't, I was, yeah. pro- I probably said something like, okay, fine. Which is still not consent. Which is, but anyway, I, I guess I, in my head, I was like, that was, that was technically an agreement. So I guess I'll, I'll go with it. Mm-hmm. But, um. God, this is like a lot of detail into, my, into like our sex life, but I don't really care anymore. And I'm not saying his name, so it doesn't really matter. But and I feel like I need to say it. But um, he, we like, I, how do I want to start this? I basically, I really wanted to date this guy. Mm-hmm. Like other other than the fact that, that 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 had happened, he like checked off like so many boxes for me. Like he was smart he went to the gym a lot he was like an engineer and i was like damn like i want him so fucking bad and and he knew that um we talked like every day for like hours and literally like all day every day and i literally had never had that with anybody before and i um but there was always like something missing like i it didn't feel complete it didn't feel right Mm -hmm. and there was i always felt like he was like holding back a little bit because like like I said, like he wouldn't put a label on it. He wouldn't date me. He just wanted to like see where things go. At one point, he literally said to me while we were at bed together, "It's not like I wouldn't not date you." And my little brain took that and went, "Okay, so he would date me. So I just need to keep trying. <laughs> I just oh. need to try harder. I just need to keep trying until eventually I'll get him to like want me." And so I did like basically everything and anything wanted to do in the bedroom because I was like if I just keep saying if I just keep like letting him do these things to me then eventually he will date me Mm -hmm. and um that's not what happened like uh I he ended up um I mean we had briefly talked about seeing each other exclusively but, um, so I was, so I was staying completely loyal. Like I wouldn't even look at another man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I just, I am that girl. Like I will be loyal during the talking phase, especially the talking phase goes like eight months in. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm really investing something. Um, but at the same time, I was like, I never want to like pressure this guy into doing anything he didn't want to do. Ironic. But, um, I was, I don't know. It just like, it ended up with me like, getting really in my opinion like blindsided and like hurt and then I got like a hey girly text like a month after we like after he like cut things off with me being like hey so, like, this guy was definitely dating somebody else like while he was with you mm. and I was like oh that like fucked me up for a while so like a while he sounds like, like I've just recently shit. started seeing somebody new for like the first time yeah mm-hmm. how's that going 
oh, it's fun. It's like it's like a little fling because he's he's moving <laughs> in November like across the country. Uh. But um, it's been honestly, and I've I've said this to like this new guy. It's been like intimacy, intimacy with him has been healing mm-hmm. because of how. Like, I would literally do anything for this other guy, even when I didn't want to do it. I would still say yes, because I feel I felt like if I had ever said no, like, like straight up, like flat out, if I said no, there was one time where like, I did say no. And um, we like cuddled for like the rest of the night. And it was really nice. But um, that was like one time where I felt like I was, it was OK for me to have said no. Because mm-hmm. if I felt like if I had like kept saying no and eventually he would just like not want to see me anymore right i mean um and i really wanted him and i really like i cannot stress enough like i really wanted him like i this is embarrassing this is so embarrassing but um vulnerability is important but at one point i literally like held this man's like face in my hands and i was like please date me like, like tell me what it is that's holding you back and i will do whatever i can to like not do it or i was like try to change it yeah and of course he gave me like oh like he wouldn't give me like a direct answer. He was basically just like, "Oh, like I'm graduating," and like, "Oh," and he, even though he had like another like two semesters, um, I would be like, "Oh, like okay," or I think well, I think there's a few things like wrong with me in his eyes, but just and but all things like I couldn't change about myself, like that I was a little bit younger, that I was like maybe a half an inch taller, and the fact that he was like graduating in like a year and a half. Things that are but, unimportant. Um, well, important enough to him to to speak other people. <laughs> no, he's just a piece of shit. Like that has nothing to do with you. And yeah, a little. I like, I can tell you think it has something to do with you, and I can promise you it does not. And that's been the fun part of therapy for me. Yeah, being like it. It really was like just him, but um, I am and I. I like people pleasing is one of my like trauma responses. Thank you, therapy, for telling mm-hmm. me this. But um, I I like people please my ass off for him, mm-hmm. and um, I never really got what I wanted. Yeah, and uh, that was a really good learning curve for me. Like, if, if anything, it was a great learning experience. The trauma sucks. But like, I've I definitely learned a lot. Um, yeah, but like, even like when we were, I feel like I'm all over the place, but that's how I kind of explain the situation. Go for even, it. Even even when we would like do things that like I didn't want to do, like my body would like my like body like unconsciously would like put up like halt. Say that again. Like, even when um, we would like even if I would like verbally like consent to something like my body language would still be like screaming no mm. like whenever we did head sex it would be like literally so painful that like I could not take it yeah and like I don't have that experience now and not a lot is different other than the fact that it's a different person and it's a different situation um but like it's like my body's like physically like changed other than the fact that, like, my emotional response to, like, the person that I'm with is different. Because I remember, literally, I'd be, like, I'd be there, and I'd be, like, this is such a performance because, like, I want to be, like, done with the sex, and I just want to cuddle. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want him to, like, feel like 
I just want that emotional response. Mm-hmm. Even though I know this man like would not care if I got hit by a car the next day, or if he did, he'd be like, "Damn, she had a great head game." Guess I'll never have that again. Oh well, and like go on with his life. <laughs> um. Oh. Yeah. No, I know uh, you mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like the things we do for men that don't care about us, but yeah. um, I'm I like made like a real. I've had, like, a very hard time, like, forgiving myself for how I let him treat me. Yeah. Which is something that I'm very aware of and very, and I'm trying to, like, be like, you know what, Caroline, like, it was not your fault. Yeah, it's important to realize that it's not your fault in that situation and that you were going through a lot and try to give yourself some And it's, like, I truly was, like, young and dumb and doing something I'd never done before and I was in too deep and I was just like didn't really have like people like on my side that I really needed like in a constructive Mm -hmm. way even though my friends were all like dump him like stop seeing him I was like no but like this is like this is a goal and a challenge now (laughs) been there (laughs) like like this man will date me (laughs) like I will like because like the second I'm able to like convince him to date me like I'll be happy no exactly I know what you mean and I mean, obviously that's not what happened. Like I was not, I was actually like the highs were super high, but the lows were like literally lower than hell. Mm-hmm. Like I cried so much over this man. It's like actually embarrassing. Um, granted, like I am like a fairly emotional person and like I wear my heart on my sleeve, but I wear my heart on my sleeve that much. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> but I just remember like when he broke up with me feeling like, the most well when he broke up with me like officially because at one point we took a break because and i quote i'm like he wasn't sure if he was going to miss me over like christmas break what the f- yeah this guy's just a piece of shit caroline <laughs> <laughs> yeah. everyone tells me that and i'm like no you guys weren't so but like he literally wasn't he literally wasn't so nice he he i just i really just wanted to fix him <laughs> i felt like I could just, like, you know, treat him so well that he would start treating me well because when you treat people the way that you want to be treated, eventually they'll start treating you right. Right? Wrong. <laughs> yeah. Not um, not always how it works. No. Okay. It's not. My life is not a movie. There is a lot that, like, I want to just address real quick. Oh, yeah. Hit me with it. <laughs> Oh my god. First of all, I'm so sorry you went through that. Um, yeah. All, all <laughs> yeah. aspects of that. It was, I mean, this is going to sound like fucked up, but I am, like, I really only learn through failure. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that, it's like, that's a thing, yeah. Yeah, right? And so it's like, I needed to, like, be hurt and, like, well, maybe, like, not to, like, be assaulted. So like I needed to, like I needed like a heartbreak in my life. I, I I get that. I get that. Like keep me from being like so damn naive. The heartbreak part, like sure. The assault part, definitely fucking. Maybe not. not. Maybe not the assault, but um, and maybe maybe more of a, like someone that like respects my boundaries. Oh. Like, you know what a thought. Yeah. Um. Let's go back to that that first time you were talking about. I just want to address. Let's talk about coercion. Um, yeah, yeah, dude, I have the definition pulled up. <laughs> you want to read it out? 
I yeah. So this is from the um, Women's Office of Health and the Women's Office of it's basically part of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. So this is a government definition. Like, mm-hmm. of course, state by state, the definition of coercion might be different. Mm-hmm. But um, generally speaking, according to OASH, the Office of Women's Health, sexual coercion is unwanted sexual activity that happens when you are when you are pressured, tricked, threatened, or forced in a non-physical way. Coercion can make you think you owe sex to someone. It might be from someone who has power over you, like a teacher, landlord, or boss. No one is ever required to have sex with someone else. Exactly. Some of the ways. Do you want me to read some of the ways? Yeah. So, some of the ways include um, being worn down by someone who is repeatedly asking for sex, being lied to or being promised things that weren't true or tricking you into having sex, someone having someone threaten to end a relationship or spread rumors about you if you do not have sex with them, or having an authority figure like a boss, property manager, loan officer, or professor who uses their influence or authority to pressure you into having sex. In a, in a healthy relationship, you will never have to have sexual contact with someone you don't want to. Sexual contact without your assent, without your consent, is assault. Sexual coercion means that feeling forced to have sex, sexual contact with someone. So yes, so like feeling like I had to have sex, otherwise he would leave me, is what qualifies. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, that's par- <laughs> that's that's part of what qualifies for it. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's many other parts to do that just also qualify for that um he's an awful person uh but dude and i was like i was like oh no and if you're just like missing your side no he was quite he was quite terrible all of his exes hated him of course they did of course they did. <laughs> i love that you know that oh no because he told me oh <laughs> at one point at one point he was like well, I mean, it's going to be like, I'm, I'm glad to have an ex that doesn't totally hate me. Oh, my fucking God. That's he doesn't even get the privilege of calling you his ex, please. Well, I mean, we, we were never actually dating, so that was super confusing, too, because he does yeah. refer to me, like, as an ex. But I'm like, how are we exes if we never dated? Yeah. That's why it's like... He wanted the premium like subscription without paying. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah, let's go back to that first night, though. Um, you were mm-hmm. talking about, I mean, I just, I, I don't even know how someone does that in their brain. Like you say you don't want to do something. You don't have a choice. You're well, doing she it. was like, like, it's too late. Yeah. And like, I don't know how the male anatomy works. Oh my God. At one point, oh my God, that just reminded me. He told me like, like the same night that, um, he, he basically experienced something that made him cough really hard that, like, injured his, like, testicles. So blue balls really hurt for him. That sucks for him. Um, and the more I think about it, the more I'm like, is that true? I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. You know, I'm not a boy, so I don't know how that's going to feel at all. But also, you can go jerk yourself off if you really need. Um, yeah. Yeah, that that statement right there is a coercive statement. Um you obviously i didn't want him to be in pain right yes he's trying to trick you into sexual activity or or make you feel manipulate you make you feel bad for him you don't want to be the cause of his pain so you want to help Um, exactly 
Yeah, and he's using, like, every little manipulative trick to try to get you to engage in sexual activity. Um, That you don't have a choice. Let's go over that. Um, Consent is freely given, revocable, specific, um, and can be given and taken away at any time. Um, Do you you use the SPRIZE acronym? I don't know that one. Oh, my goodness. Well, you basically just named all of it. Oh, okay. um, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> oh, fries. Actually, I just learned about fries. Yeah, please. So that's actually one that's used in theater during, um, like, intimacy, blocking, and training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, like, the gold standard. That is the the basic standard. That yeah, is, that's the basic that standard. That is the only <laughs> standard. Um, yeah. You need to it's never too late to say no to someone you can be in the middle of something and say i want to stop and they need to respect that exactly i know that now exactly i know and you were saying like i i mean i was there at one point like a little innocent thing like you don't you don't know the the ins and outs of everything and like you are naive at a certain point in your life and like you don't know how to say no want you so you're like obviously i'm gonna do whatever i can to like get what i want and i want like your attention and i want like you know your your affections right so i feel like i have to do this thing in order to get what i really want and that's but it's that transaction is not equal right first of all like you absolutely have a choice in saying no um and also i wanted to talk about you had said that you said it's fine like Passive, yeah, like, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Sure. Passive comment. Um, yeah. Uh, consent also needs to be enthusiastic. Yes, it does. Enthusiastic. <laughs> I really <laughs> want to have sex right now. Not or like, sure. Please fuck me. Not like, okay, fine. <laughs> exactly. Someone basically giving in to you is not consent. Someone asking like, you repetitively to, for something, for sexual activity, and you not wanting to, but feeling like you're bothering this person, you're bugging them, you... Um, or, oh, am I wasting their time? Right. Anything like that makes you no. get in your head. This is like, this, oh. is, this is honestly like, I, I've had an experience with coercion, so this is yeah. big for me. Home? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Okay, just bringing you back. Oh, all yeah. those super happy, joyful memories. Oh, yeah. I, um, mine was my sophomore year, too. But so this guy was, uh, he was 21 and turned 22, and I was 19. Mm-hmm. So, can he kind of like tell me, like, well, I, I'm a senior, like, I've got to get out of here, card like over my head. Right. Even though he literally was in a program that like required him to take another year or another, at least another semester beyond senior year yeah he i also want to address like through the Mm -hmm. course through the course of the relationship you were saying like he uh he made it seem like oh like oh i would not date you like yeah as though he would consider it yeah exactly you went on dates like mm -hmm. he made it seem like it was a possibility and you were made to feel that if you did not do what he said, do what he wanted, 
that he would not be in your life anymore basically yeah like I at one point I literally was like listen like I feel like I'm not enough and he just like gave me a big hug and was like don't feel like that <laughs> and I was like oh okay <laughs> yeah he um, has again, like, yeah Ugh. yeah that's not your fault though like and I, I, I know everyone say that as much as you want, and you're still not going to believe it until you believe it yourself. But, like... Um, it really wasn't my fault. So, I'm like, but yeah. man, is it, do you really feel like it is, though, when you're in the moment? Right. They make it feel like it's your fault. Mm-hmm. And that is manipulation and coercion. Um, and that is not consensual. Not okay. Not okay. Yeah quite shitty it's um quite small dick energy let's say so myself i would agree but i mean just like i mean not to compare again like i've literally uh, since this like situation occurred i was like literally abstained from sex for like over a year Mm -hmm. because i didn't i literally did not trust anybody between that and like my best friend like fucking me over like ruthlessly i was like i i don't trust anyone and i also don't trust my ability to pick people who are good for me Mm -hmm. um so just recently gotten back in the saddle (laughs) i I love your little jokes oh thank you my little (laughs) saying um and uh this guy again is like a little bit older but um He's, he makes me feel just so much better than I ever felt with with this last guy that I'm just like, wow, I was missing out. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you mean on that part. I mean, like, I, I just got into another relationship a few months back, so I'm seeing someone now. Oh. But, like, in my last relationship... Um, I, I had that same feeling. It was like something's missing here. Um, like it just doesn't feel right. And my body had those same reactions you were describing. Like, yeah, like I physically like could not have sex. Because, yeah, like, my brain was like screaming no, but my mouth would be like fine. <laughs> exactly. I had that same scenario. It was like, I mean, I had already experienced sexual assault before my last relationship. So, Ooh. yeah. So I was like. I felt very hypersexual at times, but then I also mm-hmm. was like scared of touching anybody. Um, yep. Like, yep. So it's, it's a great combo, you know? It's very confusing. It's um, so confusing because it's like, oh God, I would be like so hypersexual with him, but then at the same time, I'd be like, actually, like, do not come anywhere like you with me. Right. Yeah, I would be in my last relationship, I was very hypersexual. But, like, also my ex, like, assaulted me multiple times. So, like, fuck him. But, um... I hate him. I hate him. Me too. No, I really don't <laughs> like him. Um, yeah, but he... When I was with him, I, like, felt... Like, it just... Again, it just felt off. Like, I just felt like, okay, my body's here. My mind is elsewhere. Um, yeah. I dissociated, like, a lot. Um, mm. The first time I was assaulted, like, someone went down on me without my consent. Like... Mm, so scary. yeah scary. so I was like very traumatized from that and in my last relationship I love this line um I 
I did not want to do that just because like I had tried it with him I started sobbing like uncontrollably like it was bad and, like, oh. I was like I can't do this I can't do this and then like another time I was like I don't really care for that like I don't really like it and he's like that sucks because I really like it oh. <laughs> we're doing it and I was like okay Whoa. that's crazy it's not your body you don't get to decide yeah um on top of that though like my I just felt very uncomfortable like my body was just like I wish I was elsewhere right now like my mind I wish I could be present in the moment like I wish I but could I be here wish I were anywhere else exactly but I wish we were doing something else exactly anything else and how about we actually watch the movie <laughs> yeah for real can we no, leave but I mean, like, just like in my past experience, like it was so much like all about him. Because again, like I was like super sexual, but I also like did not want him to touch me. Right. Um, right. Even though like I I wanted him, but I didn't want him in that way. I know. Um, but I felt like the only way I could get him in the way I wanted was if I did things I didn't want to do. Uh huh. Um. But uh, yeah. As soon as as soon as he was done, you know, not like he would like have like some serious like post nut depression and i feel like i'd be talking to him like off the fucking cliff like you know like cliff of the earth yeah and then um like everything would be like fine again well not fine i, I feel like shit but <laughs> <laughs> yeah fine for him fine for him yeah after i was like no it's okay right right exactly like did i come no it's fine yeah. I didn't really want to. Ha ha. <laughs> okay, wait. Are you being sarcastic there or did you really not want to? No, I, I really said that like at least twice. But did you mean it though? Did you really not want to? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I really didn't want to either. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Like, I want this to be done as fast as possible. Like, this is like, like, I am not enjoying this, but I feel like I have to do it. Exactly. You feel like you have to. It's like, I. this is like a chore, not like... This is literally, I was like, okay, like, as soon as, like, you know, I get, like, your horny out, we can, like, actually, like, have a nice conversation. Yeah. You know, that never happened. <laughs> At uh, one point, he was, um, it was, like, really painful. And I kept being like, ow, like, ow. And he was like, God, that's so fucking hot when you, like, oh like you're in pain. And I was like, um, okay. <laughs> like, like, word, like, word. No, like, I'm picking up what you're putting down, not in this context. You know what I mean? Like, if this was, like, consensual and this was, like, an act, like, that would be fine. But, like, and so then I just was, like, I just felt just, like, hand it up. Oh. But, again, like, I just, like, did that for him. So you said, ow, and he said, I like it when you're in pain. Yeah, and it's, like, you know what? I'm, I'm like, I'm not one to kink shame, you know? Like, God bless America. Like, you, you would do whatever you want to do if you're, both parties are consenting. Um, But, like. I kind of just, like, played into, like, that, like, into, like, the pain to, like, get it over faster. So it made it seem like I was a lot more pain than I actually was, and that just made him, like, arrive sooner. Mm, and then okay. I, and then Caroline could be done. And, <laughs> yeah. And we could get back to watching the movie. Don't like to kink shame, but, like, that's disturbing, especially if you haven't talked about that with your partner previously. Yeah. I was, like, okay, ha. Uh, like, okay, like, simply, like, okay. Like fine, humor really is my like best coping mechanism. 
I I really do just like kind of have to like laugh about it because it's otherwise I would be sobbing on my kitchen floor every night. Yeah. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but like that's like I don't know. I get really dehydrated that way, you know. And it's like I again like it's I'm I'm I feel like I it's, I can talk about it obviously like it and I I'm not taking him to court because I just don't want to put myself through that. Like have you read Chanel Miller, a uh, beautiful author? Her, have you read her book, um, Know My Name? Mm-mm. Oh, my God, Rachel, you got to read it. All your listeners should read it, too. It's no it's name. really good. It's a, um, So, uh, you know who Brock Turner is? Mm-hmm. Ironically, he lives, like, four minutes away from me. He was what? He lives four minutes away from me in Oakwood, Ohio. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's also, like, that, life, that kid's life is absolutely ruined. Like, there's no way he's going to, like, step split near my college campus you know what i mean good um but her memoir is really like honestly has made it for me like easier to talk about like what i went through mm-hmm. um she's a beautiful writer definitely recommend reading that book it's know my name, know my name. um yeah it's i read it for a gender performance like gender performance um empower class um that was part of my theater major but also like gender studies and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Anyway, mm-hmm. but that book, that. like in that book, she talks about like really the aftermath of everything that happened to her. And, um, since reading that book, I've like that. Maybe it was finishing that book is what made me really start no that is exactly it that's why i started crying that night on my um, in my kitchen i finished that book mm-hmm. and i was like holy shit that happened to me yeah um and it like i said before it took me like over oh, well over a year to like for it all to like to click so like what had happened to me was assault mm-hmm. um but because of america's beautiful beautiful laws i don't think i'll have to be taken into court over it um yeah because i i don't i don't know if there's a point where it, it'll just like i just don't think it'll be worth it at this point i'm like i know he can be miserable for the rest of his life because he's kind of a miserable person and that's like enough justice for me you just made me so happy by saying that like yep. i had i <laughs> i never thought of it that way i like that yeah my ex well, is a miserable person too i hope he keeps being miserable yeah. And he's miserable because like, he doesn't confront things about himself that maybe he really should. Yeah. He so has that's, a lot that's of That's all the justice I need. I mean, going back to, like, not your fault, um, mm. you were talking about, like, asking him, like, what can I do to change how you feel? But, like, you can't, yeah. you can't and could not do anything because it doesn't have anything to do with you and i don't know if you believe this or not yourself right now but like it's true like it has nothing to do with you it's because he has his own problems time passes the more i'm like it really didn't have anything to do with me but um he has his own problems and it could have been anybody that he was with and it still would have been a problem he literally told me that he would never go to therapy because his parents are divorced and I guess like going to like therapy for his parents didn't work out so it would never gonna so like by that logic it would never work for him. 
And I literally sat there and I was like, yeah, I'd stay with him for that. Oh, my God. Mm, something to fix. Mm-hmm. Mm, do I love a challenge? And that's just, like, not it. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's really important to separate yourself from that situation because it's, again, like it, it's not you. And I, just the way, like, you talk about it, you put yourself in that situation. But it's, like, it's not you in that situation. It's him doing something to you. Yeah. I I agree. Like, the way, and you're right, like, the way I do talk about it, like, I, I put myself as if, like, I was the one in the wrong the whole time. But um, I really wasn't. And I, that's, that's what I've had, like, the most challenging part of my, like, really, like, recovery from all of this has been forgiving myself because yeah. it was not my fault and it was never my fault. And, but like, I can literally scream that like over and over and over again in a mirror. Yeah. And I still have a hard time believing it. No, it was not my fault. Like, I agree with you there. Like, definitely not my fault. Nothing, I, nothing I could have done or I should have really never been in the position where I thought like I needed to do more. Right. Exactly. Because let me tell you, I was pulling my weight and, and, all of his too in that relationship yep and it's like dude being like being told i wouldn't not date you yeah what the fuck is that it's like just absolutely like tear it in front of me right you know right like and it's i don't even know if he knew that he was being manipulative i don't think he knew what he was doing was as bad as did or was right but it's also, like, I mean, like, in the back of your head, like, I, how do you not know? Yeah, like, how do you lack that self-awareness to be, like, how do you not know when you're being that selfish? I don't, beyond me. Again, I guess, like, we all do what we, what we, what we want, right? Um, but I think you have to have a critical, I mean, I'm always criticizing myself. So, it's like, I don't understand how you tell some people don't have, like, any cute critical eye to how their actions affect others. Mm-hmm. Granted, shit happens, but, like, I don't think you can throw the excuse that shit happens onto, like, literally abusing other people. No, absolutely not. And the thing with coercion is, like, people people really don't understand. A lot of people don't understand coercion or, like, know that it's a thing. No, um, they don't. And it, a lot well, of... It's, like, it's not as dramatic, right? Right. It's, it's, like, it's subtle. It's, like, it's It's, it's incredibly subtle. subtle. And, that's, and that's why it took me, literally, like, reading a book... Mm to realize like over a year later to realize that what i experienced was assault yeah because like you don't first of all like as as the victim in the situation you don't want to believe what happened to you happened to you because then you actually have to address the problem um yeah and that's that was huge for me personally yeah, yeah. me too huge for me just because it's like well, also, I you like this person. I the stigma of, and I, oh my god, I was, like, delusional over how much I cared for him. I gotta say, like, mad, mad, and maybe it's because he's a Scorpio. Again, I don't know if astrology is real, but, like, my ex was literally never tried to come back. Ah. Uh, well, for and going- I am so, so grateful for that. I'm happy for you. Yeah, no, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, total piece of shit. Honestly, this conversation maybe like has helped me realize like how like how shitty he was. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's hard because it's like I, it's so easy to remember the good, 
And uh-huh. by the good, I mean like the one time when I asked him to stop, which he did. <laughs> no, for real. I, I know exactly what you mean. It's so easy to like, look, when you're outside of the relationship, like looking back, like even just with like a non-abusive person, like looking back on any relationship, um, like you always get those like, oh, I remember the good times. Like that sucks. That's sad. I wish I had that. But you have to remember like the either- days. Either one, oh yeah, fuck yeah, you have to remember that. But also, either one, they're not that person anymore, or two, yep. they never were that person. They and, and in this case, he never really was that person. Exactly. Like, I I really like was more interested in the person in the potential I saw in him than who he really was. Right. Right. He was not who you like, wanted him to be. <laughs> no, he really wasn't. He was. Um, you yeah, dangled a carrot in front of your face like it could be what you were looking for, but it wasn't. And knowing he knew that you had never done anything um, mm-hmm. sexual either, like he knew you'd never been in that position before. Like he, I, I, I told him that taking I advantage of that. Either. Yeah, mm-hmm. he absolutely took advantage of that. And so did my like best friend later on. So oh yeah, that's what? why I hate this girl. Like. <laughs> Uh, no, but I also feel bad for her because I think she might have a personality disorder. Again, not a doctor, but like even my therapist is like, does she have this diagnosis? And I'm like, I don't know. My therapist is like, that's crazy. She because she does like lists like the DSM five like requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, but I met this girl. She she like was a pre med major. But I remember like, one of the first conversations I had with this girl. Like our our like friendship was like pretty intense. Like right off the bat, like. That's kind of, like, who she was. And, like, I'm also, like, pretty, pretty, like, emotionally intense sometimes. But um, she was, like, very, like, very intense. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, okay. And one of my one of my coping skills happens to be, like, de-escalating situations. And so with, like, this girl always being, like, in a crisis, I was always very good at, like, well-equipped at, like, being, like, well, okay, like, it's actually not that bad. Like, let's look at X, Y, and Z. Which is funny because, like, I do not do that with, with myself, but I can do that for other people. Mm-hmm. Interesting coping mechanism for Caroline. But um, one of the first conversations we ever had was me, like, being vulnerable because I'm an artist. And <laughs> I was, like, one of my worst fears is, like, being taken advantage of and not knowing until it was too late or until it was in too deep. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, yeah, definitely. Um, but, like, that's literally exactly what she did to me. Okay, people, uh, it just seems like I've noticed this pattern in the past two people that have been... Oh, 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 people. yeah. Um, but like they, they prey on your vulnerability. Like they, they take what they know about you and use it against you. Like I, I was talking about this yeah. with the the last person I had a, a conversation mm-hmm. with on this, but like they just feed off of that. And that's why it's been so hard for me to feel like I can trust myself to know how to make friends. Mm-hmm. I feel the same because way. I was not afraid of my vulnerability than I was for a long time. And now I'm no longer, I'm getting out of like that fear of being so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, because I try, I feel happier when I feel like I can be like, when I can have vulnerable conversations. Mm-hmm. Me too. Because it just, I just feel like I'm being like true to myself. Right. But I was like having a wall up all the time. But, um, that's like a, that's actually like a cycle in my life that, um, has really like, 
brought me down on like multiple occasions just thinking about like how I will let people into my life that will like use and abuse and spit me out. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, this girl, um, she shared some like incredibly horrific like childhood trauma she'd suffered um, like with me, which like hit my empathy like notes super hard. And I'm, she kind of made it seem like nobody ever like wants to be her friend because of what she's been through. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's not right. I'll be your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so like our friendship, like got like really intense, like really fast in that way. Um, she was like pretty like protective over me, which like I appreciated because again, like I know like I am often like very vulnerable as like a human being, mm-hmm. but um then that kind of turned, then that turned to like manipulation where it was like, well, I do X, Y, and Z for you and you don't do anything. Like you're such a terrible friend. Like this girl literally held over my head. The fact that she like picked me up from the airport, like maybe once or twice, she <laughs> held it over my head for like six months. Yeah. There's a little things like that. Um, again, this was, again, it's like, it's in, our relationship failed in the fact where it like, was all so subtle that it's like really hard to like pinpoint exact moments of like that really should have been red flags for me right. um but like a, a huge one is that she was like um particularly talented at uh trying to gaslight me about my sexuality and like i am i am very 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 secure in my sexuality like mm-hmm. like i mean rachel like i think you're hot but i don't want to even though we just want like like I exclusively find men sexually attractive. Yeah. Um. And every time I would say this to her, she'd be like, "Well, everybody, like, you know, like you're actually bi, right?" And I was like, "I don't. I really don't think I am." And um, she would say shit to me like, "Well, you know, like when we were all like drinking the other night at that like party, um, everybody said that you were hitting on me." And it's like, here's the thing. Are everybody the voices in your head? <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? I said, are everybody the voices in her head? The word. But um, no, it's like, I'm a, I'm a flirt when I drink. I'll be like very friendly with people, but like I, I like nine times out of 10 won't mean anything by it. Right. Yeah. And so when I do flirt with people like that, I actually like am interested in, I make it like, I very intentional. Like I use like a ton of eye contact. Like oh, I yeah, am no. not discreet. I with know my, what I, when I'm actually interested, I'm not discreet at all. Mm-hmm. Like I will, I will like let what I want known. And that way you can say no easily. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so that was like her big thing where it's like, I'm secretly bi and like, obviously I just like hate her and that's why I won't come out. Um, even though like, we would be so happy together if I was like actually ever come out. And even though, like, girl, like, I have nothing to come out with. Oh. Um, yeah, so that was, like, a huge thing. She, like, she really made me feel like shit for not being attracted to her. Um, when I told her that, like, I mean, again, like, what, obviously, I, I said it in a much happier tone because I didn't realize it was assault at the time. But, like, when I explained to her, like, what happened between, like, me and my ex for the first time, she literally started, like, sobbing. And I was like, girl, like, what's up? Like, are you sh- shouldn't you be proud of me? Because I'm not a virgin anymore. Ha, ha, ha. Um, or like, by, like, my definition, I'm not a virgin anymore. Like, ha, ha. And she'd be like, I just wanted to be there. Like, I just, like, wanted to be there. And I was like, what? 
Huh? She used to, like, she would, like, make jokes about how, like, she wanted to be the one that took my virginity. Or at least I always thought they were jokes. And then I was like, oh, wait, are you being for real? And even though I had told her, like, no, like, se- literally, I had told her, like, no, several, several times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she, like, really was not into me saying no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, like, kind of, like, the gist of it, where, like, I mean, she would, like, also put me in, like, really, like, bad situations, like, with, um, she would, her, so her boyfriend would make these, like, super, like, ridiculously strong edibles. I knew that they were really fucking strong, so I didn't, I wouldn't, like, really want to take them, Mm -hmm. or I'd, like, only want to do, like, half, but she would literally would be, like, she would, like, sit there and, like, bitch and moan and complain and be, like, are you serious? You're only going to take one. Like, do you have any idea? Like, what? Like, we're giving it to you for free. Like, you're being so ungrateful. And, like, and not being grateful enough is, like, one of, like, you being accused of not being grateful is, like, one of my, like, like anxiety triggers. Uh-huh. Um, so that would make me, like, feel, like, super uncomfortable and, like, obligated and, like, pressured into doing what some shed you want to do, which in this case was drugs. Mm-hmm. And then um, one time, after like cornering me and being in front of me, I was ungrateful for not wanting to take this stupid brownie. Um, she made me like walk home across campus alone. And like, mm-hmm. Brock Turner's my neighbor. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, like, that shit was like so unsafe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she would like put me in positions like that like all the time. While you were high? Yes. Oh my fucking god. One time she like called me an idiot for like not wanting to like hit her dab pen. So it's it's like it's me like yes, like I was like falling into peer pressure and so it's like I can like blame myself in that way in that way. But it's also like this was my best friend. Yeah. And like this girl like literally knew more about me than I had ever told anyone else in my entire life. Right. Because I thought that she was a safe person to tell this to because I I like to be a vulnerable person. And like why was she even doing that was she hoping that you'd magically get frisky when you were yeah because one time when she like made me like rip her dab pen too much um and i mean like it's not like she held a gun to my head but there was like a ton of pressure i needed to do that um i was like literally greening out on like a bathroom floor (laughs) very charming image and uh, like, I was okay. I just, like, needed, like, a minute. And that minute was more like an hour and a half. I was sitting on the bathroom floor, and she looked at me with, like, fuck me eyes. And I didn't really think fuck me eyes were real until I met this girl. <laughs> like, like, oh, my, like, I, like, God, she literally looked at me like, like a predator looked at, like, a piece of steak. Like, I was, like, an injured little gazelle on the African Sahara. Like, she looked at me, and she said, you know, nobody will ever see your beauty the way that I do. And that's when I was like, holy shit, I need to get out of this bathroom right now. <laughs> like, oh my God, like I never, I literally never felt less safe in my entire life. You never felt what? Less safe. Oh yeah. Yeah, she, she was awful. And, um. Wow. Um. So she and, and and this is all happening while I was dealing with my ex. <laughs> and I remember like telling him like all this like traumatic. Oh, oh my god, yeah. 
she had a deal with her boyfriend that she was cheating on that she could fuck me whenever she wanted, even though I had said no like so many times. Yeah, no, she she was very manipulative and want she was very coercive. Um yeah. and she definitely was like attempting to get you under the influence in order to be able to take advantage of you. Um Yeah, and I, I like ended up actually like being sober for a while because I like was like didn't want to deal with it. Right. It was very scary. It was very controlling. She would try to tell me like who I could and could not hang out with. She yeah. would do she would say like she would do like subtle shit like, Oh, like I didn't know you still like hung out with them. Yeah. And I'd be like, Oh, like what do you mean? She's like, Oh, like, I just I just I just think it's weird. I mean, having that from someone that you trust too is so violating, like Yep. What was that experience like? Um, well it's like you wanna trust someone because you might put on the floor. Anyway, you want to trust someone because, I mean, for me, like, I have a bit of an ego. Like, can't even lie to you. Like, I like to think that I'm able of, like, you know, picking the right people I want to be friends with. Mm-hmm. Or, and it's like, and I, I hold myself to, like, a pretty high, like, moral ground. So I kind of expect to, like, be friends with people who are also in, like, that same, like, have, like, a strong sense of morality, like, mm-hmm. right and wrong. Like, I don't want to be friends with a bunch of assholes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, and I, like, you know, I love people that are, like, empathetic like I am, that are, like, you know, and not afraid to be vulnerable like I am. Um, and so it's, like, when you hold yourself and the people around you to that kind of, like, regard, as soon as someone who you think is on that level with you questions your ethics. Mm-hmm you really start to, like, really doubt yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, well, I hold myself up to a certain level, and I hold everybody else around me up to a certain level, and they're now questioning if I'm at this level. So, obviously, I'm not. Um, even though that was not the case. Um, she was just not a good person. I mean, like, um, now, do you have trouble with friendships and such? I have a hard time trusting people yeah like i i swear to god i didn't used to have trust issues and now i do um it's gotten better like it's definitely gotten better like o- over the years since like we're no longer i basically cut her off mm-hmm. um but like i like i've like mentioned earlier i've had such a difficult time allowing myself to trust other people and trusting that i am picking people that are going to be okay for me in my life because like, you know, I allowed these people in my life and they just walked all over me. Like I, I performed a piece last semester about one of my um, peers here at UD wrote about being a doormat in a lot of different relationships. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a very good, healthy experience for me because I really got to like express that like feeling of like wanting to like be vulnerable or but also being like slapped in the face constantly with the idea that maybe I'm just like quote unquote too nice mm-hmm. but then it's like I mean and I also went to, went to Catholic school for high school so I was dude do I have, I have a little bit of religious trauma 
and that it's like if you're not constantly putting others before you like god did then like you're you're a shit person and so that has like really harmed me in a lot of ways where i don't feel safe like where i don't necessarily feel or willing to put this life in the past i haven't felt like i was allowed to have boundaries with people mm-hmm. i like to think of it like the like in the airplane, like if the if the emergency mask comes down, you got to take care of yourself before you fix someone else. And exactly, that's literally what my therapist said to me, and I was like, "Oh shit, you're right." Yeah. Um. But that's like that was for me like something very very hard to learn. Mm-hmm. Because it's like as soon as like as soon as you have a hard as soon as you realize that like you fucked up like so royally. That, like, made me, like, question, like, okay, like, what is my process? Because I'm not doing something right. Even though, again, that's, like, me blaming myself, even though, like, you really don't see somebody's true colors until they come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, exactly. Because <laughs> right? that's what I, and that's what I was, that used to be, like, my exclusive slogan. Was just, like, to, like, I want to be treated, like, I want I'm going to treat people way, well because that's how I want to be treated. But now I'm kind of like, I want to treat people way, well because that's how I deserve to be treated. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if you're not going to treat me well, then I'm going to take note of that and be like, okay. Yeah. That's all I need to see. I remember thinking that used to be like really harsh. Like I used to be like, I was like, damn, like I'm so, like that's just like a harsh thing to live by. Like to like really like hold people's like, that like critically That's but uh, as as we've seen i i need to like be that critical with people yeah no it's important i like i mean i i've definitely had similar scenarios i have a hard time trusting people now too just based on like yeah i felt very betrayed by a lot of my friends um yep i felt so betrayed by this girl and this yeah. guy like betrayal was like the number one word that came to mind yeah i it's like, it's, i try not to regret any of my like life experiences but mm-hmm my if I could like go back to like my 19 year old self I wish I had done more research on what exactly consent is yeah and I think that's important for a for both parties in Mm -hmm. any situation all parties because it's like why is this not taught yeah well I wish it were taught like well that's like a huge thing my university is doing right now is like what healthy they don't have like what healthy relationships look like like workshops mm-hmm. um but i really wish that was taught like in school like like how to class. let people treat you and how you should treat other people exactly because and i know things are like well that should be taught at home and it's like well not everybody's home life is the same exactly <laughs> right. i mean there's like a huge there, there's a huge rape case going on at my school right now consent's definitely been like a big talk now but like it shouldn't take that no it in order to get to really traumatized for the rest of their life for like the idea of consent to come up in a classroom and that's why like my theater program's done like a, a really good job at that that's good um that i at least that i know of but um yeah that should there are preventative things and i that like that's Teaching about consent is like one preventative measure. 
Alrighty, everyone. This is your host, Rachel Franklin. Thank you for listening to this episode of Already Dad, a sexual assault discussion podcast. I hope you were able to take away something positive from our conversation today. Wishing you all the best. See you next time with another episode of Already Dad.